Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I am so glad you're here with me today. I'm excited about this particular topic, and it's all about how toxic people impact mental health. I went to a site called Mental Health America, and it has some interesting traits of toxic people. But one thing I want you to know first before I read this particular information, we all think about something. Right now, you are thinking about something and you have been thinking about something all your life from childhood to adulthood. We have to know that we think and the more we think, the more we're going to say something and then we're going to feel something. We're going to do something. We're going to become somebody and we're going to get to a place of destiny in our life. But in order to get there, character shapes us and it takes us to our destiny. And it all began with the thought. Some people can influence how you think. An authority figure, where you were as a child, and your parents, your coach, a teacher, a police officer, somebody, of influence, an uncle, a aunt, a grandparent, somebody has influenced you over the years. And hopefully what they have influenced you with or what they said to you, hopefully it was positive and not negative. Hopefully it put you on the right path as you look back in life and now you look at your life today because toxic people will impact how you think but how you live. Now, one in five people will experience a mental illness during their lifetime because everybody's gonna face a challenge in life and that challenge can impact mental health. Certain people and situations in life can trigger us to feel badly about ourselves or engage in destructive behaviors. Identifying the toxic influences in our lives and taking steps to create boundaries or a new life without them can improve mental and physical health over time. Some people you have to leave and some people you still must cleave to. And those that you leave, it's going to be a hard choice because they're your friends. They're people you're in relationship with. It could be somebody you've known a long time, but in order for you to improve and get better, sometimes you just got to stop talking to certain people. You don't put people down, but you just, you know, I'm busy. I have something to do today. Or I just cannot be in a relationship with you any longer because you have impacted my life negative, in a negative way. You know, sometimes you have to speak the truth in love. You have to just tell them the truth. 
That doesn't mean, again, you're better than anybody. You just probably have made better choices sooner than they have. But either way, people can impact how you think. And overall, it impacts your mental health. One principle in Proverbs 23 and 7, it says this, As a person or a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That is how he or she will live. We have a serious problem of mental illness in our country, in our world. So we must face it head on. And the best way to face this problem is with scripture. Now, let me give you some tact. I call it, think about this. Tact, think about this. Not a tit, but a, a tact. <laughs> tit for tat. You know how people do tit for tat? You hit them, they hit you. You hit them, they do something worse to you or whatever that is, tit for tat. Okay, let me move forward. I think you got the point. So here's some facts from this particular uh, site, Mental Health America. An average of 80% of Americans have experienced emotional abuse. Approximately three-fourths of U.S. employees have or have had a toxic boss, according to a 2018 survey from Monster.com. Toxic friends are common. Wow. I used to have some toxic friends. Believe me, I had to kind of detoxify myself from them. <laughs> had to leave them, in other words. But it says this, 84% of women and 75% of men report having a toxic friend at some point. Now, here's some traits of toxic people. We're in a, a tough environment. It's very fluid. Unless you had your head in the sand, we're dealing with a virus called coronavirus, COVID-19. And it has impacted not just our country, but around the world. So we must understand the impact of not just that, but the impact of toxic people in our life. Then some people, again, you can help and some people don't want your help. So you got to let those that do not want your help, you kind of let them go. Because if they don't want your help, they're not trying to help you either. They're trying to put you in a bad mental place called mental illness. Our goal and my goal is to provide a solution to mental health, that you can be in mental health instead of mental illness. Now, there's a scripture that tells us, do not be deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. It is true. Not because I said it, because this scripture is true. The Bible is true. Don't deceive yourself. Don't think you're better than that. Don't think you're above people bringing you down. Don't think it will not happen to you. Mm, mm, mm. Bad thinking, faulty thinking. The scripture tells you and I, do not be deceived. Don't allow others to deceive you, but don't deceive your own self as well. Evil communications will corrupt a person that is going down the right path, a person that has goals, a person that has a good relationship 
with their parent, a good relationship with their siblings, a good relationship with their spouse, a good relationship at work. And all of a sudden you associate yourself with evil people that are doing evil things, drugs, alcohol, too much of it, you know, talking bad, cursing, got a, a bad attitude, always negative. I'm going to talk about some of these traits in a moment. Manipulation, we're going to talk about how people make you feel bad about yourself. There's some people that are judgmental. We're going to talk about negative people, self-centered people, you know, people that don't know how to handle their anger. They don't have no anger control or management in their life. And for the most part, we're going to talk about these people because they are controlling. Now, the principal already said, let's talk about manipulation. The first thing is this, manipulation. Toxic people are often very good at manipulation. They may seem to be genuinely interested in your company and getting to know you at first, but, come on, say but with me, but will eventually use the knowledge they gain about you to try and get you to do what they want. They will often twist your words or make you feel guilty to get their way. Do you know anybody like that? Come on, talk to me. You have to know somebody that manipulates, that has a hidden agenda, that would try and have tried or have deceived you in the past just to get information about you to use against you. These are manipulators, if that's the right term. But, but these are toxic people that will try to drain you and harm you and damage you. So you have to recognize manipulators. Not only that, the next point is this. Recognize people that make you feel bad about yourself. I want to talk about yourself quickly, just for a second. Do you know in Psalms 139, the Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God? You are not a mistake. You are here for a purpose. But when you have toxic people in your life, I have like that emoji, uh, a sad face. You ever seen a sad emoji? That's how they will make you feel after they leave your presence, after they leave your company. You know, they will give insults. They were directed toward you. Not only they'll make you feel bad, they will lower your self-esteem because they're so subtle. You know, when you're feeling happy or proud of yourself, they will find ways to rain on your parade or downplay your achievements. They might also act like they are smarter than you to make you feel dumb or insignificant. Again, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had any people in your life like that? Come on, have you? They are toxic. They're poisonous. They're dangerous. They will lower your level of thinking and your level of living because you're open to them because they are a friend 
They could be a best friend. They could be a BFF, a best friend forever, or there's somebody you, you hang out with or associate with. Either way, they can rub off on you and make you feel bad. Nobody wants to feel bad about what they have done. I'm talking about if you did something good, if you are proud of an accomplishment, you passed the test, you was on time at work, you got a lot done at work, you got some tasks done at home finally, got the yard cut, you know, clean the gutter out, you got some things done, and all of a sudden your neighbor comes and talk about you, or it could be a spouse that kind of rains down on your parade. Either way, sometimes people are toxic and they don't know how toxic they are because they have received toxic behaviors and toxic attitudes from possibly their parents. And now it's passed down to them. The next point is this. They're judgmental. Toxic people have a trait of being judgmental. See, everybody can be judgmental from time to time. Believe me, we all judge people based on what we see and how they do things. But again, a toxic person is judgmental <laughs> most of the time. You know, they see things in black and white and they criticize, you know, anything. They don't agree with nothing. They just judgmental. You know, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, they're judgmental. Now, this is what the scripture tells us or a principle that everybody needs to know. It's in Matthew. It says, and why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite, it says. First, remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Wow, that is awesome. We got to recognize that we got to sweep around our own front door before we try to sweep around somebody else's. Mm-hmm. We have to look in the mirror first before you try to judge somebody else's face, how they care of themselves, the wrong that they have done. No, no, you can't condemn nobody else. Look at yourself first and take out the, the telephone pole out of your own eye. Then you can take the speck out of your brother's eye. You can help them. Now, you can be constructive in your words toward them, not destructive because a toxic person is very destructive. They put people down and they want them to stay down. But a person that is not toxic in the sense of the other person, they're not judgmental. They are trying to help them come up to a higher level. And you'll know when you leave that person's company, whether they are judgmental or not, you'll be feeling down or you'll be feeling like I can do this. The next thing is this. Toxic people, some of the traits, they are very negative. Some people just can't seem to see the good in life. They will find something bad about everything and aren't able to find joy in anything. Now, being around someone like this can make it hard for you to enjoy yourself 
and be positive. Negative people will find something just negative to talk about, but you should not hang around negative people because you can be positive. God wants you to be positive. God desires for you to be godly, going in the right direction, living life his way, encouraging people instead of discouraging people. That's God's plan for your life because a negative person will bring the conversation down, but a person that is positive will bring the conversation up. That person will be optimistic instead of pessimistic. Hopefully I'm clear. So if you have a negative person that's in your life, you have to recognize that they can be very toxic to your mental health and it will bring down your mental health and you'll find yourself in ill health. That's not God's best. God's best is for you to have mental health, for you not just to survive, but to thrive. Watch out for negative people in your life. If you cannot help them, it's important to step away from them. The next point is this. People that are toxic, that have these traits are self-centered. Toxic people care mostly about who? Come on, you know who, themselves. <laughs> That's right, they care about themselves. They don't think about how their actions affect others and believe that they are better than everyone else. Yes, I said that. Matter of fact, they wrote it in this article. They do believe that they're better than everybody else. I think you know somebody that have that mentality, without a doubt. But someone who is self-centered is focused on getting what they want and is unlikely to compromise or consider another person's point of view. Why? I don't know. They're just self-centered. It's all about them. Matter of fact, the principle tells us this. The scripture says, do nothing from rivalry or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only on his own interests, but also to the interests of others. There's so many people that are conceited. They're just stuck on self. And they cannot get unstuck until somebody tells them off. And you can tell a self-centered person off all day long. In other words, you can try to set them straight, but they're going to be self-centered until somebody really wakes them up. Sometimes a person wake up after bad things happen. And it has to, matter of fact, sometimes it has to get even worse. It has to get worse, in other words. So are you self-centered? I hope not. Are you toxic? I hope not. So as you recognize this, you must know that toxic people trait is self-centeredness. Is that right? They're very self-centered. It's all about them. Matter of fact, another principle in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 24, it says this, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Wow. There's nothing new under the sun. 
It's not about you. It's about helping somebody else. Now, if you think you're gifted, which we are, we've been gifted by God. We have skills. We have things that we have accomplished in life. We have had a lot of accolades sometimes and people have uh, said great and positive things about us in school, at work. It could be something you've done, but still, you should not seek your own good. Let others applaud you. Let somebody else kind of praise you. Let somebody else recognize your accomplishment and achievement, you know, and your achievement. In other words, let somebody else do that, but don't focus on it for yourself. But you should focus on the good of your neighbor. Who is your neighbor? That's a question. Come on, you can answer it. Go ahead. It could be the person sitting next to you. It could be the person driving down the road next to you. It could be a neighbor, literally, where you live at, the person that lives next to you. It could be a spouse. It could be a parent. It could be your one of your children. It could be anybody. I just look at your neighbor as the person that is close to you at the moment, whoever that person is. How do you treat your neighbor? Do you consider your neighbor? Do you help your neighbor? Do you think about your neighbor? See, a person that is self-centered, they think about themselves and they have no thought in their mind how to help somebody else. They always want somebody to help them because why? It's all about them. And it, once you get to that point where it's all about you, you're going to find yourself in a place called pride. And pride takes a person down. Pride go before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. So recognize a self-centered person. Again, I'm always going to say, if you can help that person, help that person. If you cannot, don't allow that person to bring you down. If you recognize I can't help this individual. So move on, move on. Oh my goodness, this next point, here it is. Anger management. A trait of a toxic person is they have much difficulty in managing their anger. Someone who has trouble managing their anger will make you feel like you are walking on eggshells. Every time you are around them, the littlest thing can trigger them into a fit of rage and often nasty. Come on. They can just be nasty, hurtful. They can say things to you that will cause your mental state to just be in a bad place. There may be an apology after you know, maybe a couple of days. They may apologize, but often their apology is or could be insincere. It's not sincere, okay? Because they're toxic. They will repeat their anger. Believe me, they will. They will be hurtful again because behavior is only the result of thinking and thinking comes from somewhere. An angry person gets angry at somebody else. An angry individual gets angry at whoever because 
they have felt the anger from somebody else. So now they're angry and they want to demonstrate their behavior of anger toward you. I used to be an angry man. I was an angry teenager until God woke me up one day. And this proverb I'm going to give you is in chapter 22, verse 24. Make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man, you shall not go. Wow. Make no friendship with an angry man. Now listen to me. Please listen. You may like them. They may make you laugh at times. They may even give you money. They may have a nice car, a nice job. They may do a lot of good in your eyes. But the Bible tells us don't become a friend with an angry person because that anger will eventually get on you. Remember the first principle I said, evil communications corrupt good morals or good manners. So when you associate yourself with an angry individual, it will rub off on you. That's why the principle tells us do not befriend an angry person. But I'm going to say this. If you can handle it, do it. But you have to be stronger than they are. You have to have a great relationship with God because God is the one that's going to help you to help an angry person. And most people don't have a strong relationship with God, number one. Yeah, I can say that. I have talked to several thousands of people over the years. I have counseled hundreds and hundreds of people, individual. I've counseled couples. I've spoke in diff on different platforms and with a, a church or a community event. I've spoken six or seven countries at this point, and I've helped a lot of people on different platforms and different ways. And I'm telling you, when somebody is angry and I, I can sense it, I can smell it. You don't want to connect with that person in an intimate way. That person has to deal with their own anger. And if you can't help them, you have to walk away. You have to, matter of fact, maybe you need to get them some help because can I say this? Just like a drunk don't recognize that they are a drunk. Sometimes an angry person don't even recognize that they have a angry attitude, an angry spirit. And if they don't recognize it, ain't nothing going to change. I'm going to say it that way. Ain't nothing going to change. Until they recognize that they are angry, then that's the first step toward getting better. Once they recognize it, maybe you can step in and guide them somewhere. Maybe you can step them and help them and give them the right uh, spiritual help, you know, professional help or guide them where they need to be because anger is an emotion that would take a person down a horrific path. It will cause that individual to say something, to do something, and to become something. And after a matter of a couple of years, they'll look back and say, I cannot believe I did that. Anger will cause a person to go to jail or go to pr the prison. Anger will cause a person to hit somebody. Anger will cause a person to harm somebody, not just with their words, 
with from a physical standpoint. Anger would cause a person to get fired from the job. Anger would just take a person in a bad place. So when a person is angry, there's a root cause to that anger. So only God can reveal that to that individual. Only God can reveal that to that individual. And sometimes God can use a person to do it. But God will show that person when that person reaches up to God to ask for help. That's what I did. That's my personal testimony. I used to be very angry. I was angry at my wife. I was angry at this person and angry at that person for no reason because I was just angry. I got it from somebody in my family. But the scripture woke me up to my own anger. I had to look up and say, God help me. I had to look up. Then I had to look myself in the mirror. You need to change. I told myself, you got to change. If you don't change, your life will never change. So I had to choose to make a change. And when I made that change, I had to be committed to that change. And God helped me and delivered me from my own personal anger. My goodness, because God is good. Make no friendship with an angry man. And a furious man, my goodness, don't even hang around that person either. My last point, controlling. A toxic trait of this person is they're very controlling. One of the most dangerous toxic traits is a controlling behavior. Now, they may try to restrict you from contacting friends, family, or limit your resources like transportation or access to money to restrict your ability to interact with the world around you. If you are in a situation where someone is trying to restrict your movement or communication, this is a domestic abuse and requires immediate action. This came from Health America. I just read it. It came directly from that. So when a person is in this state of controlling, we know just like an angry person, they need help. And it's tough to get through that individual. You have to let that person go. It's all right. I hope they get help, but you got to let them go. If not, life would get worse. Whoever you are connected to will cause you to be disconnected from somebody else. I'm going to say it one more time. You got to leave a controlling person to themselves. Tell them the truth, but just let them go. If you can help, I'm going to always say in any one of these traits, if you have the resources, the ability, if you have a strong relationship with God, God may show you that you have done all that you can do. It's time for them to get help from someone else. Refer them, guide them, because this is a trait of a toxic individual. It could bring you down and you don't want to go there. So let them go. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. 
Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time. Thank you.